At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Happy Friday, everybody. The college football landscape continues to shift. The Stanley Cup has another dent, and NBA free agency has already been wild. And we're going to have a wild and fun show here on My Guys in the Desert. A great hour ahead. VEASAN's own Adam Burke and Dave Ross will be in studio with us. It's International Fight Week. Got a great card ahead coming up this weekend. Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook will also join us to talk through what has been some very volatile odds movement this week, especially in the NBA, which is where we will start today's top five diving right in. Free agency has been fiery with a number of signings, but we'll start with the trades. The Jazz, in a massive move, have traded three-time Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert, to the Timberwolves in exchange for Malik B. Patrick Beverly, three more players, and four first-rounders. The Celtics get their point guard in a deal with the Pacers to acquire Malcolm Brogdon. Seas give up Daniel Thies, Aaron Nesmith, three other players, and a 2023 first-rounder. And the Hawks' Kevin Herter has been traded to the Kings for Justin Holiday, Mo Harkless, and a lottery-protected 2024 pick. Now, when the clock struck 12 Eastern last night, we saw many a star secure the bag. So let's get into those. Phoenix Sun star Devin Booker agreed to a four-year, $224 million dollar super max extension same length and payday coming for Carl Anthony Towns with Minnesota John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies have come to terms on a four-year designated rookie extension likely worth 231 mil and Denver Nuggets star two-time defending reigning league MVP Nikola Jokic grabbed himself the richest contract in NBA history five years 270 million in the super max extension the four-time all-star and three-time all NBA selection coming off a tremendous year but an early playoff exit again against the eventual champion Warriors to see if what will happen next year with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. expected to come back healthy. They're a 15-1 to shot in the title odds next year. Jokic 10-1 to to three-time MVP repeat. Uh, three more deals of note here. Zach Levine has agreed to return to the Bulls on a five-year $215.2 million deal. Bradley Beal signed a five-year $251 million max contract with the Washington Wizards. Yusuf Nurkic gets four years $70 million with the Blazers. Mitchell Robinson and the Knicks agree to four years, $60 million for him to remain with New York. And the reigning champs are losing some depth in free agency. Otto Porter Jr. signed a two-year deal with Toronto and Gary Payton the second, finalizing a three-year deal with Portland. Nothing yet for James Harden in Philly after declining his player option. But he and the team reportedly meeting over the weekend to negotiate per Adrian Wojnarowski. Number four here in today's top five, the biggest storyline of the summer. 
still in flux as Kevin Durant looks for his next landing spot, leaving the Brooklyn Nets. Where might he end up? Odds are out there. He's minus 200 favorite to go to Phoenix, one of two destinations along with the Miami Heat that Durant has on his reported wish list, the Heat 9-1. to Nets are 7-1 to odds to keep him, followed by the 76ers 8-1, to Bulls 9-1. to When the news of Durant's request to leave came down, Bookmakers scrambled at DraftKings. They shifted his the, the the NBA title odds from seven to one to twenty-five to one. Eventually, fell all the way down to fifty to one. Now standing pat at twenty-two to one. Last one here, rounding things out. Durant's teammate Kyrie Irving, we know, opted in to his thirty-six and a half million dollar contract to remain with Brooklyn, but now he too appears uncertain about his future. ESPN's Brian Windhorst reported Durant and Irving they still want to play with each other just not in Brooklyn. Even still, Irving's next team odds do differ slightly from Durant's. He's a minus 125 favorite to uh, team back up with LeBron James in LA. Lakers 16-1 odds for Kevin Durant. The Nets are next on the board though for Irving plus 425 followed by the Mavs plus 550, the Clippers 8-1 and the Heat at 10-1. Boy was that a mouthful but I told you we had a lot going on in free agency and we're going to talk it all through here with my guy Adam Berg, all sport betting analyst here at the network. That was a lot but first off just how are you? How have you been the last 48 hours, 24 hours? What's up? Oh I'm good. I'm, I'm doing great. You know uh, this, this NBA craziness at least you know gives us a lot to talk about because this is kind of the dog days of summer for Major League Baseball. We're still waiting for a potential Friday news dump about Deshaun Watson. If not, it'll maybe come out next Tuesday, something like that. Yeah, we're bracing Uh, for that midway through the show, right? All these trades and free agency moves come down. We're like, oh, and Deshaun Watson ruling. It's official, yeah. Right, exactly. Maybe they're hoping for a Durant trade first and then just kind of slide it in and, and sort of bury that news. But you know, it's always good when there's a lot happening in the in the sports world and especially things that have a lot of betting implications as this whole Durant-Irving thing does. So what have you unpacked the most from that situation? I know a, a big question mark I have is, like, to what degree are the Nets going to want to bring KD where he wants to go? Like, that's the big question, right? Because I, I feel like if you're the Nets, you're going to want to get everything that you can get back in return and not necessarily worrying about a guy who's trying to leave you's feelings. Right, absolutely. And, and this isn't a case where Durant has a no-trade clause or something like that, or he can block trades to certain teams. He has to go wherever they tell him to go. And so, you know, for them, it's one of those things where they just want to look for the best package. And, and we were kind of talking about it before we started recording here that we're thinking maybe seven assets is probably what it takes to get Durant, probably three or four yeah, so first-round picks. Not much. Right, not much. And, you know, so many teams around the league have the luxury and the trade capital to do something like that. So the reality is Durant can tell them wherever he wants to go. And it may not happen just because they may not find the right package of picks and players in return, or this may be a scenario. And I think this is probably the likeliest possibility. They have to add a third team to the deal mm-hmm. where, you know, the third team ends up getting some, maybe a rebuilding squad. You, know, you talked about it. The Utah jazz seem to be tearing it all down. You know, maybe they wouldn't mind, you know, kind of getting some future assets by throwing something into a deal, something like that. So You know, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this whole thing plays out and and which teams are actually willing to give up a lot of their future to get Durant, where he's still a great player, still putting up great numbers, but he's into his mid-30s. He's had some injuries of late. You know, do you really want to mortgage your future for that at the cost that's going to take? Because you did just mention the Jazz situation. How much have you been laughing at seeing Wendy on first take today? With The the (laughs) meme is going everywhere. I think something is happening. I don't know what really good. I enjoyed first take this morning with all that good it, stuff. It was good. It was it was captivating TV. And then that's frankly what you want when you have off-season stories like yeah. this. You know, you really want to kind of captivate the audience, talk about all the different possibilities of where he could go. I, I think there are a lot of teams that simply aren't a possibility just because they don't have that trade capital. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Utah is kind of mobilizing for something, whether it's you know the acquisition of a big player to put with Donovan Mitchell or just kind of rebuilding mm-hmm. around this whole thing where things obviously didn't play out as they expected them to last season. Yeah, you mentioned some teams won't be fits, and we know there are some that players that he just simply can't be traded for because of the designated rookie rule. Um, if you're list- looking on our screen here, a number of names, Andrew Wiggins, Joel Embiid, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, the list goes on and on of just specific players that he can't be traded for because of this rule, which I think is another interesting wrinkle that I didn't really take into account with all of this. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the hard part about the NBA for me, you know, and especially when it comes to the trade deadline and really the offseason, too, is you have all these salary cap loopholes. You have all these protected picks and all these different types of things. There are a lot of wrinkles that go into any trade negotiation when you talk about the NBA. It's one of the reasons why I think maybe a third team does have to be added, because there are some players you can't be traded for some teams that maybe don't have everything and all of that. But, you know, we were kind of talking before the show here that Maybe Memphis is an interesting mm-hmm. fit. You know, Memphis is a team that, and I also think this is kind of an important angle to look at, teams that are right there. You know, like teams that have a chance to win right now that would be willing to give up, you know, three or four future first-round picks, something like that. Memphis is a win-now kind of team. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that's kind of a scenario where that's a team that could be interested, maybe wouldn't worry too much about giving up, you know, futures, future assets three, four years down the line. Because once Durant's four the four years that are left on his deal are gone, then you can kind of start from scratch if you want to. So you you do what you can to try and win a championship in that window. And I think if you're Memphis, Golden State is aging. You know, LeBron is obviously aging. The Lakers don't look particularly strong. To me, it looks like the West is there for the taking. So if I'm Memphis and I can swing a Durant deal, I absolutely do it. I'm really interested. We're going to talk to Dwayne Colucci later on in the hour about some of the odds movement. But I'm really interested how you do a situation like Rudy Gobert moving on, and obviously that's something that's very direct, and you can change this team's odds and this team's odds. With the Kevin Durant situation, obviously the the Nets' odds are going to be shifting dramatically, which we saw, like I said off the top, get as far down the board as 50-1, to but also all these prospective potential teams and shifting, oh, well, he might go here. There's a rumor that he might go here. That's got to be really challenging right now. Yeah, absolutely, and and to that point also real quick about Brooklyn is they – went back to 22 to one or in that 20 to one range now. So there is an implication that maybe they can't pull off a Durant deal because of everything that we've talked about here already. But, you know, from an odds maker standpoint here, what you, there are a couple of things that you want to do. The first is the likeliest of the destinations you have to move down just because you don't want to get front run with money on those teams, wind up being overexposed, have a really bad position. The second thing is you're probably not going to adjust too many teams up. You know, typically Mm -hmm. when you see a team move down, Everybody else is kind of going to move up a little bit. You're probably not going to do that either because it's all speculation at this point in time. And something that we saw with the NBA draft, you know, there are some people that have inside information. There are some people that get, you know, to this stuff before the sports books do. We saw that in terms of the number one overall pick and and the crazy line movement with that. You know, you also have to be really careful that that doesn't happen to you with this futures market, you know, because we're talking about futures positions where a lot of times the betting limits are a little bit larger than what you would see for the draft. So you also want to make sure that you're protecting yourself that way, whether it's speculation, whether it's you know inside info, something like that. You're really going to err on the side of caution and just not get exposed. Do you think that Katie and Kyrie can team up elsewhere? No. <laughs> I, I don't In a word, I don't think so. No. I, I just they only played 58 games together over the last like it's insane to me that that's what's transpired here, but Right. Well, I mean, you know, you, you try to put together this super team and, and that's kind of what you end up with. But it, it feels like maybe Kyrie's kind of a difficult guy to play with. And also, too, you know, there's only one basketball on the floor and, and Kevin Durant demands the basketball a lot because he's really good. So you know, that's something that's really challenging too. 12 time all-stars will do that. They might Indeed. need it. Uh, remember, everybody, the VEASAN summer special is here for only $19 to get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July at VEASAN.com slash summer as well. This show and every other show on the network available in podcast form, download and subscribe on your own time. Now, when we come back here on the program, USC and UCLA officially going to the Big Ten, but this year in the Pac-12, how will they fare? Will we have some Major League Baseball? And I have a very important question for Adam, you won't want to miss it. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. And I, I will try to do that after this show. With you, Adam, if you like, sure, with producer absolutely. Steph, anybody wants to join. It's 4th of July weekend, so obviously we're going to talk some college football here. We're going to talk some Major League Baseball, but a very important question that has just been hanging down on my shoulders is how many hot dogs can you eat in a sitting? 10 minutes, how many could you down? Need to know information. Critical. I would set my own over under at three and a half. Three and a half? That's I don't, all? No first of all, way. I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't, I don't really like hot dogs that much. All right. Is that blasphemous on, on 4th of July weekend to say I don't like hot dogs that much? I think it is. Um, I don't know how I feel about are we, you are we talking like Are we talking bun size? I could cry right now. Um, no. No, we're not talking. Just whatever a standard hot dog okay. and buns. Oh, well, if, if it's not Three bun- and a half in 10 minutes. That's okay, all. Okay, fine. Maybe, I'm surprised. I don't know. I, don't, I never thought about it. I asked Amal Shaw that without just, realizing just that he I'm, is a vegetarian. Just because I'm a bigger guy doesn't mean that I can. <laughs> I was like, "What about a tofu dog?" He was like, "No, I try to uh, try what? to stay away from that." Yeah, I didn't know. Did is you that know a that? thing? Apparently, Ugh. actually, I made it up in my head. I don't know. Please, to, vegetarians, don't come to for be me. Fair, I don't know. I like hot dogs. The mustard belt is up for grabs this week. To be fair, we have no idea what's in an actual hot dog. That's so. what makes it great. Part of the mystery is the pleasure. Any hooser, the uh, mustard belt, like I said, up for grabs this weekend. Fourth of July, Coney Island. Can the Jaws man himself, Joey Chestnut, Joey Jaws, set his own record, beat his own record, 76 that he set last year? So uh, I'm going to say no. And I have a really strong handicap behind this, obviously. Obviously. But I'm going to say no just because – you know, the in 2020 with COVID, the the tournament was inside, and then in 2021 last year, things were a little bit different as well. Now they're back, you know, in their regular setting. It's going to be in the mid 80s. It's going to be probably a little bit humid on the East Coast. I, I feel like the eating conditions won't be as good this year as they've been the previous two years. Well, and he talked on Follow the Money about the injury that he had this year. He had a setback with another injury just about a week ago, but he's going to stand. He's ready. I, I don't know. I'm very into this. You actually like a play, though. On the yeah. I mean, Joey Chestnut, we know, is a massive favorite, but Mickey Sudo on the women's side wasn't able to compete last year, and, and you have a bet potentially on her. 
Yeah, I mean, I think her under 49 and a half, which is the odds at BetMGM, I think it's under 46 and a half at DraftKings. Obviously, as you would in any sport, shop around for the best prices that are out there. But, you know, the thing for, for Sudo is that she you know, had that big performance in 2020, but prior to that, her biggest performance was 41 hot dogs in 2017. And again, that 2020 competition was held indoors, so it was, you know, premier optimal eating conditions. Mm -hmm. She won't have that here this year. Uh, I don't know. I, I've seen some people out there kind of wondering about the pregnancy that, you know, she missed last year's comp competition with. If that'll be something that impacts her this year, I, I don't know. I won't pretend to speak to that. But I just think from a atmospheric if condition anything, I standpoint. I would argue larger availability for food because you were eating for two for a long time. I have I'll, no I'll idea. I'll defer As to you on that also one. never had a child. No clue. But um, I'll be rooting for you, Mickey. She was the seven-time champ going are, into last year before she couldn't compete. So. Are you allowed to get high before the competition just so that you want to eat more or no? <laughs> or do, do they do like drug testing at the hot dog contest? Um, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> these know. are, these are the questions we need answered. Please tweet us at skating tripods <laughs> at Vison live at storm Bonatoni. We need these answers. We have to move off of this because there are actual, um, actionable bets that we can have tonight in major league baseball. Adam Burke, by the way, also co-host of the run line eight to 10 Eastern Sunday nights, great daily MLB articles on Vison.com. So yesterday my props absolutely sucked, but I did win on the Mariners run line. So Thank you. Nice man upstairs there. Uh, game two of a four-game set. Mariners A's coming up today, and you had a play in the article today you really liked. Yeah, I like the over eight in this game. This is kind of more in my wheelhouse than hot dog eating, so I'm, I'm glad we moved on to this. But... Well, that's you. Hot dogs are me. It's all right. <laughs> but I do like the over eight in this game. You do have to pay a little bit of juice on it, and in fact, some books have actually moved to eight and a half on this one, which is kind of what I expected, but you've got one pitcher here who's really bad in James Caprellian for Oakland, and then you've got a pitcher who should be bad and Marco Gonzalez. If you look at him this year for Seattle, you know, he's got a low ERA, but a high FIP, high X FIP. Kind of looks like a guy that's in line for some negative regression. And also, too, Oakland, as pathetic as they are offensively at home, and, and they are pathetic at home. They look like a team that's trying to move out here to Vegas. On the road, they're actually a pretty decent offensive team. And specifically when they face left-handed pitching, they've been a borderline top 10 offense in that split. So away from home against lefties, you really have to evaluate this team a lot differently. And that's the situation they're in here tonight. They're on the road. They're facing a lefty in Gonzalez, a guy that they faced just a couple of starts ago. So there's some recent familiarity. They didn't do anything in that start against him, but they were at home again, and they just don't hit well at the Coliseum. And Oakland's got a really bad bullpen. Seattle's bullpen is solid, but I think the A's can get some runs off Gonzalez. So I took the over eight at minus 120. And I think if you can find eight and a half at even money or minus 105, something like that. I think the over is still worthy of a play, even though this total has moved up a little bit. 13 total games on the slate still to come later on. Any other teams today that are pathetic and you're looking to fade <laughs> or are actually pretty good and you just want to bet on for that reason? Well, I do want to take a second here and mention this Padres and Dodgers series because obviously, I mean, this is a huge series. It's the biggest one going on here this weekend. Last night, the Dodgers win 3-1. to one. Joe Musgrove bounced back and pitched extremely well just made a couple of mistakes, and, and they wound up hurting him as the Padres couldn't score. San Diego got Manny Machado back yesterday, but he looked like a guy who was rusty, hadn't played in 10 days, just didn't really seem to be himself, didn't really have the command of the strike zone that he usually does. Today, you've got Tony Gonsolin on the mound for the Dodgers, and, and this is a guy who's basically come out of nowhere to be one of the shorter prices to win the Cy Young. But when you look at a guy like Gonsolin here, there are a lot of signs to me that he's not going to be able to sustain this level of performance. His batting average on balls in play, extremely low. His strand rate is very, very high. That's not to say that he's going to struggle today against the Padres because they just don't really have that great of an offense. But anytime I see a guy with a 158 ERA, a 287 expected ERA, and a 337 fielding independent pitching, I feel like that's a guy that we probably want to fade at some point in time here soon. So I'm hoping he pitches well today, and maybe we get a better price to go against him in one of his next couple of starts. All right. I love it. Um, we've got a couple minutes left here in the segment. So I want to flip the page to college football because USC and UCLA's bid to join the Big Ten was officially accepted. It's so weird even just seeing those brands and that Big Ten logo next to each other. I'm not used to it yet. But how have you digested the news over the last 30 or so hours so far? Yeah, it's actually interesting. My, my good friend Brad Powers and I had lunch last week, and he told me that you know, he felt like this would be a thing, that USC would be moving to the Big Ten, and I, I kind of laughed it off. I'm thinking, really? Like, geographically, obviously, it makes no sense, but also 
This is a team that now with Lincoln Riley, you would think that they'd have a really good shot to take care of business in the Pac-12. They'd want to stay around for a little while. But, you know, from the standpoint of the Pac-12 network and, and all the dollars you can get from the Big Ten and all of that, um, you know, to me, it's just one of those things where it made sense. I think Notre Dame's probably the next one to go to the Big Ten. That wouldn't surprise me at all. But, you know, for you, a massive loss for the ACC, just reinforcing the super <laughs> conferences on the other end. No, that's very true. Uh, and look, you know, I think kind of the, the bigger impact, the thing that nobody's really talking about here is, yeah, OK, you know, you get this Ohio State and USC and you've got Michigan in there and all of that. The bigger impact to me will be what happens to the teams in the Big Ten that can't compete in the NIL arms race? Mm -hmm. What happens to a Purdue? What happens to a Maryland? What happens to a Rutgers? Because those teams have no hope in this conference. They, they really don't anyway with Ohio State and Michigan and what Wisconsin does year after year and all that. But now you add a couple of California schools in the mix that are going to get to go and say, look, I can play against Ohio State now or I can play against Michigan now and play these marquee signature conference games you know, if you're some of these teams in the Midwest that don't recruit particularly well or a Minnesota or somebody like that, what those teams can't – how do they stay in the Big Ten? Like, I guess they get money for it, but, you know, what's the what's the equity in going four and eight or five and seven every year? The ripple effect of all of this is going to be really interesting. And on the screen there, for those of you who are watching, we had the Doug Gottlieb tweet up that just showed the range and how odd it really does look from sea to shining sea. Maybe that should be the new name for the conference because it's legitimately you got it's just crazy coast to coast from Jersey to L.A. That's down what Danielle there. said on the L.A. Citycast. Yeah. I recorded that with her yesterday. She called it the coast to coast conference. Ooh, nice. She trademarked it on the show, though, so I don't know if that holds up in a court of law, but we'll see a lot we'll of people see. getting sued for trademark infringement these days. We don't want Danielle Alvari to be one of them. Don't Definitely not. TM. Um, I, I'm sad that this segment has gone by so quickly. We've got about 30 seconds left. Is there a, a PAC 12 win total that piques your interest before we say goodbye? No, I'm actually just now starting a lot of my college football prep. I know I brought you the Phil Steele magazine today. I'm starting to work yes, on uh, it's like Christmas. everything I got. I'm doing four conferences for the college football betting guy that'll come out the end of this month, the last week of July. So I'm doing four conferences for that. I'll have some other you know stuff in the guide and other stuff at vcin.com in the lead up to this season. I'm really looking forward to it. And it'll be nice to uh, take a little bit of a break from baseball, which has been kind to me, but it's always nice to write and talk about something else. Well, keep cashing those tickets, but that's why you're the GOAT. You can do a little bit of everything, which is awesome. vcin.com slash subscribe. Get all of Adam's fantastic content and everything in the daily email as well. It's great stuff. So that's going to do it for Adam Burke. Coming up next, Dave Ross, vcin's own. We're going to talk through International Fight Week. Great card coming up this weekend. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Tune in to VSIN's one and only combat sports podcast, First Strike, for a full breakdown of Saturday's UFC card here in Las Vegas. Host Dave Ross, who we may or may not have on the set Let's right go. now, is joined by <laughs> UFC fighter Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Cub Swanson, as well as UFC announcer John Anik, to give firsthand expert analysis, provide the latest odds, and tell you who they think has the edge. First Strike is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook for UFC 276 only. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can play the same game parlay and double your winnings if that bet cashes. If you aren't a DraftKings Sportsbook customer yet, download the app, use the code VEASAN when you sign up and place your UFC same game parlay. You can catch First Strike today on VEASAN's YouTube channel, wherever you download your favorite podcast and get a little preview of the flavor Right now here on My Guys in the Desert, Dave Ross, welcome into the program, my Stormy, friend. Stormy, it's great. And first of all, you and Adam breaking down the hot dog eating contest was one of the more entertaining segments Thank I've so seen on much. VEASAN. It's we, fantastic. We give the people the information they need, I mean, obviously. You're going to have a contest here with some VEASAN members, and I know potentially Ben Wilson's going to be one of the guys. Potentially. And, and you're trying to get a, a third, maybe a Scott Seidenberg or a Wes Reynolds, perhaps? We're just throwing names out there I'm on just the board to call right them now. Out. So that means you don't want to partake, which it's, I'm a little bit offended. Well, Adam said, what, three and a half? is over under yeah which is unbelievable to me what, yeah. what would yours be under whatever the, no if it's three and way. a half i'm going under 10 minutes these, 10 minutes these guys on, ten minutes, at Coney it? island are going to be eating 70 plus i, I can't even and you can't eat three i, can't I even, can eat three if i don't eat three just like save this record this uh we need to have some sort of a bet like a cigar bet type of a thing because i if, if i couldn't eat three i would be so embarrassed i would, I would be disappointed in myself i would like, put what? any of the ufc fighters after they make weight 
I'd put them up there against the Kobayashis and the Joey Chestnuts because those guys, they're ready to eat after they finally make weight. You are a knucklehead. I would have you as a minus 3,000 favorite for that thing. I know you're lying. I know you're holding out on us. You're a shark. We're going to talk plenty of UFC in a moment, yeah. but obviously you're pulling double duty today. Mm -hmm. Saw you hosting the Lombardi line yeah. with uh, Michael Lombardi earlier today, and I love the way you opened the show. You said, wish I was a little bit taller, wish I was a baller because of all of the free agents My securing the bag today in the NBA. You loved it. Insane. When you look at the money again, and I go 6'5", with my heart, I'd be getting one of these checks that all these guys are making. And look, I understand it. And I heard you you and Adam talking about KD and where he's going to go. And I actually love Adam's take on Memphis because it is going to be really hard to find the potential teams out there that have enough assets to actually make this week this work. And it's fascinating to me that we sit here on, on July 1st and the rest of the summer is going to be about Kyrie and KD. And it's like it's just amazing how they can kind of hold the league hostage a little bit until you figure out, certainly in the odds market, where those guys go, and KD is the big swinger, obviously, wherever he goes, they're going to be the shortest favor on the board. If it is Phoenix, I can understand why. I know people want to jump the gun and, and try to find those teams and those price tags. But if they can't find a trade partner, mm -hmm. they're going to go back to Brooklyn. And then what happens with I'm Ben Simmons? I'm just confused as to, is, it, is Ben Simmons the reason that they don't want to be there anymore? Because if they want to be together, what's so wrong with Brooklyn? What's yeah. so wrong with the Nets? Stormy, that's what I asked Michael today. Like, to me, you would think for a non-shoot point guard, it would be perfect for KD and for a guy like Kyrie that can play off the ball a little bit, right? Because Ben just doesn't want to shoot. So, like, it, you would think logistically it would work out. But for whatever reason, if those guys want to get out of there, I'm not saying it's yeah. because of Ben Simmons, but that's got to play into it. It's really interesting. All right, let's turn our attention to International Fight Week oh, yes. because UFC 276 right down the road on the Las Vegas Strip, T-Mobile Arena, things getting underway. It's going to be a really, really awesome card. The big main event, Israel Adesanya and Jared Cannonier. Mm -hmm. Now, Cannonier has fought at heavyweight, light heavyweight, and now middleweight. <laughs> that's insane. Do you think that power is going to be an issue for Izzy here? Well, it could be because this is going to be a really big middleweight that he's going to have in Cannoneer. I, I'm one of the few here at the network, and again, thank you for shouting out First Strike. I think it's it's an amazing pod we try to put together and show each and every week. Everything I know about UFC is like, thank God for your program, I'm honestly. glad. I'm so glad you guys watch and listen because it's great information that, that we try to give out each and every week. And I do feel like there's a side of people that look at this and say, Adesanya is going to stay at distance, pick him apart, and win a relatively easy decision. I don't know that I'm in that camp. I think Cannonier, because the only time we've seen Izzy struggle, obviously he went up to light heavyweight when he lost to Jan Blachowicz, was he he fought a bigger guy. Now, Cannonier is not a wrestler. He is a striker. So that's what Adesanya wants. He likes to fight strikers, keep him at distance, use his length, use his, his kicks to kind of immobilize those guys. I think Cannonier can get on the inside. And if he can make this an ugly fight, which he's really done recently, and it's been really impressive against the guys like Derek Brunson and company, I mean, I think we have a live dog scenario okay. here. And so to me, I mean, that plus 350 looks I, pretty nice. I'm not laying $5 no. with Izzy in this spot. There's just no way. The way that I'm going to play this is I'm going to play the under because I, I see a scenario where both guys can get stoppages. If, if Cannonier is really the bigger guy, which Izzy struggled with in, in the past, certainly moving up against Blahovich, then maybe Cannonier can stun the, the UFC and the, the public by getting a stoppage early. And I can see a scenario where Cannonier gasses out. With a bigger man. Just look at the body type, right? And then all of a sudden, he can't really sustain that into the championship rounds, in rounds four and five. And Izzy goes, hey, man, I got, I got lungs for days. And I can just go, go, go. And Adesanya can, right? So I could see a scenario there where Adesanya could get a late stoppage. So to me, the play here is the under four and a half rounds. That somebody's going to get a stoppage, more than likely it's Adesanya. But I actually think Cannonier's got a pathway to get that done, too. All right, we'll see what happens. Adesanya going for his fifth consecutive middleweight title defense. The co-main, an unusual trilogy here. Mm -hmm. Alex Volkanovsky has beat Max Holloway twice in the last three years. The last one was tight, though. It was a close decision. Yes. Um, Volkanovsky's continued to grow his as a favorite here. Um, we see him now minus 200. He was minus 145 earlier yesterday. Do you think that... He goes three for three, or is there a chance Max Holloway could be a live dog in this one also? Well, you mentioned it's an unusual trilogy, and it's because we're not split, right? Volk won the first two, won the first two. I put in air quotes. A lot of people thought that Max got the better in the second fight. I actually thought the first fight was pretty close as well. 
when you get into a split decision, I'm not going to be the one to bang on the judges because obviously it's super close, and I think you could see the fight two different ways. The problem is, and this is, I appreciate you talking about John Anik and having the guys on this week on First Strike. Anik made a very interesting point that if somebody's gotten better since the last time they fought, it's Volkanovski in the slightest of margins. What could Max do differently this third time around that he wasn't able to get done in the first two times, which were all standing? And that's what Max wants. He wants to stand and strike. And Volkanovski's like, fine, I got the longer arms. I might be the shorter guy. He's got a very weird body type, Alexander Volkanovski does. I think it's tricky for 145 pounders. I do give, and Volk, by the way, has never lost in the UFC. I give Max the best chance in the third time around to get this done. I just wonder if he can do anything different, if he can get into a clinch, Mm -hmm. if he can make it a little bit dirtier. If the fight goes down to the ground, which it hasn't the first two times, it would favor Volkanovski. Max has got to figure out a way to get a little separation and maybe in the clinch get those strikes off, and he's got to do it decisively right now. But I think this might be the best blessed that you've seen so far <laughs> out of the first three. Bless. I love the nicknames in UFC. They're no sauce no. like my man here. Sauce is a good but, one, uh... but it's not the killer gorilla. <laughs> it's not the last style vendor. It's not blessed Holloway. See, I'm emotional. My name's Stormy, so people just always assume it's a nickname to begin with. And I never like, no, get no, no, any no. cool That's my one. actual name. Dan Leach calls me Stormalicious or Stormalicious. So we've got to work on upgrading <laughs> some of those. I think that we Many can make ways some progress you can go there, here. Though. If Holloway wins, do you think they run it back for a fourth? I could see so, because I, I would look at it now and say you have the two best hundred. 145 pounders of all time. If Volk wins, that's the end of it, right? Three, that's enough. You've had three opportunities to get me. And then Volkanovsky can have the mythical title of the best featherweight of all time. I know Jose Aldo, the king of Rio. A lot of people like to say Aldo's still the best. That's going to be hard-pressed for me because Max beat Aldo, and now you're going to look at Volk beating Max potentially three times. It is a mythical title, but it is important Mm -hmm. that he could go down, Volkanovsky, as the greatest 145-pounder if he beats the guy that we believe is the greatest in Max for a third time. Now, obviously, this is just a little flavor palette here for the real first strike full hour plus long program, especially with the podcast. You guys do the bonus content now as well. Um, But any other bets that you really want to make sure that we can give out now that you like on the main card? I'm going to strike this from the record, okay, if Jessica I is listening or watching, because I love Jess and we're friends. But I'm going against her in this one. I think Macy Barber, uh, the future, as they call her, I do think you're seeing that now, right? And I talked about this at length with Reed Kuhn this week on, on, uh, on First Strike Overtime, is I think Macy's getting better. Jess has reached her pinnacle when she had her title shot against Valentina Shevchenko back in Chicago, which I was ringside for for that one. Didn't go well that night for Jessica. And I don't know that she's going to get back to that level. So to me, in, in what could be a really close fight, But I think Barber's got advantages everywhere uh, against Jess. I think this fight goes to the decision. Instead of laying the 265, I'm going to take Macy Barber via decision at minus $1.05 to kind of shorten that price tag that you see right there. But look, I get why Jess is the underdog here and why Macy's the favorite, but I want to shorten those numbers just a little bit. I'm going to take Macy Barber via decision. How pumped are you for this card in general? I get, Stormy, I can't, I get so excited. I almost start to lose my voice (laughs) leading up to it. I feel like that's happening again this week with two title bouts on there. Hall of Famers all up and down this card. I just can't wait. And nothing makes you feel more inferior as a physical specimen than watching those people go ahead. I know you're speaking to me on that one. No. Oh, yes. (laughs) I, too, wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl that looked good I would call her. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for the time. As always, make sure you give David a follow at Sports on Twitter. Great stuff there. Make sure you download First Strike, the podcast, anytime, anyplace. You are the man. Appreciate you. Stormy, you're the best. David Ross. The man, the myth, the legend, Sauce Just himself. Sauce. No real great nickname. Sauce Just himself. Sauce. We're wrapping things up with Dwayne Clucci when we come back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouches are a fresh new way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen's available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction, and six for even more enjoyment. It's simple and discreet. You can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, to learn more and find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and up who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We are wrapping things up here live from downtown Las Vegas on My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bond and Tony with you. And it is time for Taken by Stormy, my official plays. And we're doing a little different today. College football edition. A few season win totals that I have in pocket here. Starting with my San Diego State Aztecs over their season win total. And yes, I know you think Stormy, you're an Aztec for life. You're such a homer. No, the betting market has agreed with me here because this number opened six and a half and very quickly came up to seven and a half, which is where I still think it is bettable. Juice to the over at minus 120. And no, I'm not saying I think that they're going to have another 12-win season and a Mountain West title under their belt this year. They lost a lot, especially on the offensive side. But I don't think that the expectations should be nearly as low for this program as they are right now. Uh, I know they're not going to have Greg Bell, but I think Chance Bell, no relation, by the way, and Jordan Bird at the position in the ground game can really carry the load. They got the great Virginia Tech transfer at quarterback who should be a really good upgrade under center. Then they don't have to go to another city anymore for home games. They were going two hours down to Carson. They're going to be right there on campus. There are a lot of reasons to like this team. And SDSU hasn't had fewer than seven wins since Brady Hoke's first tenure back in 2009 with the exclusion of the COVID-impacted season. So I think they get the over again here. Defense is the foundation of that program. Potential losses on their schedule, I only see four. So that's an eight-win season right there. And who's to say that they won't get another one in there? I'm also looking at USC under at plus one and a half. We've talked about this plenty over the last few days. I just think that they are... Far too overhyped right now. I think they can double their season win total, but even then, that's eight, not nine and a half, not ten. Uh, and Utah over theirs as well. Something that I've joked about with uh, one of our EPs here at the network, John Goulet, is death taxes in Utah Utes going over their season win total. We'll talk plenty more season win totals, plenty more Heisman odds and futures as well down the line. But those are just a few that I like right here off the top. Let's welcome in Dwayne Colucci, manager of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook in Summerlin, Las Vegas, at Dwayne on Twitter. And while we're on college football, Dwayne... Uh, some unexpected news yesterday with the Pac-12 and Big Ten, USC and UCLA moving on. How bizarre has this been seeing what is going to be a very seismic shift in the landscape of college sports? 
Yeah, it's definitely crazy, Storm. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I, the travel is going to take its toll on these kids. And it's definitely, a, I can't believe that UCLA and USC are both making this transfer. And I believe it's going to happen in 2024. And I already have been seeing the Twitter buzz, guys who have graduated from those West Coast colleges, including Keyshawn Johnson. <laughs> they, he came right out and said, gee, I'm relieved that I don't have to play in this schedule. Uh, you know, it, it's very interesting. It seems like the college football landscape is trying to create one huge power conference eventually, where you're going to have 60 to 70 teams that are a part of that and all the rest of these colleges on the outside looking in. I definitely think it takes away from some of the rivalries in the Pac-12 that we've come accustomed to. I mean, and it wasn't too long ago where Oregon was basically the top team in the Pac-12, and now they're not even considered by these other conferences for joining. So it's very interesting, Stormy. I don't know how it's going to affect the gambling uh, landscape. We'll definitely make the adjustments from the bookmaker's side. But from a handle perspective, I'm just not so sure how it's going to play out with, uh, you know, we have a power five but now it's going to seem like it's going to be a power three eventually yeah it'll be really interesting a lot of speculation until we actually know what steps move forward but even the big 10 reportedly telling oregon and washington right away that they don't have plans to to add any more so what does the pac-12 do from here is this good or bad for college football as somebody who is a college football fan like myself. I, I love the tradition. And like you mentioned, a lot of those rivalries being gone. Like USC has been in some form of the Pac-12, the Pacific Coast Conference, for a century. So really different and unique. Um, and we'll see how everything plays out. I'm interested in how things have been playing out on the NBA odds boards for you over the last 24 hours because especially the news with KD wanting out of Brooklyn, free agency trades underway. How, how do you guys as bookmakers handle all of this news that's coming in? Well, I'm definitely watching the computer screen at all times, and I know South Point is out as well over there. So definitely some interesting moves. Gobert moving uh, to the Timberwolves. That uh, was shocking to me. Uh, we're probably going to see Brunson go to the Knicks, which will definitely help them. But the Kevin Durant landscape, that's really what the focus has been on, the Brooklyn Nets. Was it Kyrie that was going to walk away? Well, obviously I didn't feel so with all that money on the table. And now Kevin Durant, you know, being his usual Kevin Durant wants out of there and he wants to dictate going to two of the best, uh, probably four teams in the NBA in Phoenix or Miami. And we would all love to play in the West coast. You know, Phoenix has a beautiful climate. They have an excellent team and Miami is just a hot spot. So, you know, Durant, he's been doing this for quite a while now. We're going to keep our eye on it. See if maybe another team jumps in and possibly tries to make a trade with Brooklyn. Uh, you know, I'm not so sure. Or, uh, if Ben Simmons is the effect here, I really don't believe so. Uh, he hasn't even played yet. But what you have here are three individual players that are individualists, basically. You know, Ben Simmons, he didn't want to join the team last year because he didn't feel healthy. Kevin Durant, he wants to win, but, you know, he always wants perfect circumstances. And we know how Kyrie is. So uh, definitely making adjustments on the net futures. There's buzz possibly the Lakers could make a trade, but I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, we're watching the market, and we're going to make the adjustments as they go on. Storm. Well, so that's an interesting point. You did mention a couple of the potential landing spots that have been rumored for Kevin Durant, the places I know he would like to go. But can you speak to how different a situation is where you're adjusting numbers, for for example, a Rudy Gobert leaving the Jazz and going to the Tim, Timberwolves versus the KD situation and the unknowns associated with adjusting not only the Nets' odds, but the potential landing spots for him as well. Yeah, you definitely make the concrete moves like Gobert. We adjust the line immediately. Uh, the other moves, you know, with Durant, it's purely speculation. But if he does join a team like the Suns, I mean, you're going to see them as massive favorites to win not only the Western Conference, but the NBA championship. That would just basically put them over the top, as well as the Miami Heat. I mean, that's an excellent, excellent team, Stormy. You know, you add him with Butler, Hero, and all those other guys, and you definitely have one of the best coaches in America there in Eric Spolstra, this definitely makes a huge, huge difference. And if the Lakers, you know how the market is out here with the L.A. Lakers, if he ever did happen on a wild card to join that team, they're going to be huge, huge favorites to win the NBA title, despite having Golden State out there as well. So 
we're definitely watching closely. We're going to see how these uh, offers and trades play out. But Kevin Durant is definitely the marquee move right now that we're keeping an eye on. You saw Bradley Beal. He signed for an enormous amount of money. You're seeing a lot of these guys get max contracts and staying put. He would definitely be the focal point. And we made adjustments on Atlanta as well. That was a great move getting Murray from my perspective and uh, definitely had to bring them down as well, despite playing in that tough Eastern Conference. Absolutely. You, you mentioned always refreshing the page, being right in front of the computer screen. How much of that is also just bracing for the Deshaun Watson results to come down? I know we've been bracing for it here on this show, but from an odds maker perspective <laughs> with the Cleveland Browns, how much playing the waiting game and staring at screens are you guys for that? Yeah, Stormy, you don't even know if this guy's going to play a game for the Browns. I mean, he already sat out a full season. Now you're probably going to have Goodell, uh, you know, levy another suspension of possibly a year. We're sitting at the, you know, they're plus 250 to win the North, 22 to 1 to win the AFC, and 50 to 1, uh, you know, to win the Super Bowl. We're going to see how the Mayfield parity plays out as well. If uh, Watson does get suspended, which he definitely is, we just don't know how long. Uh, the Cleveland and Brown market has been a unique market for the last 10 years. I'll be honest with you, Stormy. I got a lot of Cleveland Brown fans here at the Rampart Casino, and I know Chris has them at the South Point, and they're always a focal point, believe it or not. So it's going to be interesting. We're definitely watching how this plays out, and I believe he's going to get probably a year suspension, and then we'll make the adjustments. And also, then you have to watch the uh, Baker Mayfield market watch as well. A lot of rumors of him going to Seattle there. You don't know how happy he's going to be. He definitely doesn't want to play there. You know that. He put his heart and soul into it. You know, he all commercials, media, and now, you know, you're playing second fiddle. And I do believe Deshaun Watson, when he was on the field, was a much better quarterback than Mayfield. But I don't think he's going to play a game for the Browns, to be honest with you. Yeah, and he's been out of practice for an entire year as well. Dwayne, you are incredible. Thank you so much for the time, my friend. Oh, thanks, Stormy. Always a pleasure, and thanks for having me on. At NY Bookie, Dwayne, Dwayne Colucci of the Rampart Race and Sportsbook does a great job there. Huge fan of Dwayne. He's awesome. And yeah, great question marks with Baker Mayfield. Where does he end up? Similarly with Jimmy Garoppolo. What happens there? We know Seattle, the Panthers, all these different teams in question marks. But uh, we will talk plenty of NFL throughout the summer. Don't you worry. Enjoy your weekend this weekend. Fourth of July. Be safe out there. I'm sad we have to say goodbye, but goodbye. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.